1928 Willie's Night had been climbing for at least ten miles, one hairpin turn after another, under a threatening sky. Though it was early September, the temperature was close to 90 degrees. There was a stillness in the air and a steady build-up of dark, lowering cloud banks to the east. Kenneth, the car's overheated. Mother's voice was anxious. I'm aware of it, Father replied. Rivulets of perspiration were streaming down the back of his neck. Shouldn't we stop and let the radiator cool off? I will, Louise, as soon as I can find a place to pull over. There had been increasing irritation between my parents, ever since Mother, custodian of the map, had suggested some sixty miles back that the most direct road to Alderton was west on Route 30. Dad did not agree, and had chosen Route 143, which approached Alderton from the northeast. A mistake. Route 143 was poorly paved and endlessly curving. We were all on edge this late summer day of 1934. Four consecutive days on the road, seven hundred-odd miles, four blowouts, five people jostled all the way from Timoton, Alabama, to western Pennsylvania. Mother had driven most of those miles because I had yet to obtain my driver's license, and my father was still having those attacks of malaria. For most of the trip, I had been shut up in the back seat with the animal energy of Tim, 11, and Anne-Marie, 9. Every waking moment my younger brother and sister had wriggled and fidgeted, poked one another and me, and chattered incessantly. I felt bruised and battered, my clothes a mess. In an effort to ease the tension, Mother began giving us a running commentary on what we would see on Dad's alternative route into Alderton. We'll be going down Seven Mile Mountain now. The map shows a little village not too far ahead. Yanceyville, it's called. Oh, and here's something interesting, she added. A lake. She held the map to get a closer look. It's called Lake Kissawa. Indian name, I suppose. As she spoke, dark clouds suddenly blanketed the landscape. Then the sky emptied. There were no separate raindrops. Rather, it seemed as if giant hands had overturned cloud buckets. Lightning and thunderclaps followed. Eerie. Terrifying. And at that moment, white steam began to rise from the car's radiator. Anne-Marie started to cry softly. Hunched over the wheel, Dad searched through the downpour for a place to pull off. There was a bump. We skidded off the road and began sliding to the right. Frantically, Dad twisted the wheel, fighting the slide. No use. We ended up with the two rear wheels in a water-filled ditch. As Dad turned off the ignition, his hands were shaking. Now let's all stay calm, Mother said crisply. Nobody's hurt. We'll be all right. After about five minutes... The deluge stopped, and the sky lightened. Gratefully, we rolled down the windows. The closed car had been like a steam oven. Dad started the engine, but the back wheels only spun crazily, churning mud. Gunning the motor merely sank the heavy old willies deeper into the ditch. Then we heard a heart-stopping sound, a roaring, crashing noise from the steep slope just above us.
Startled, we looked up to our right and saw a river of water pouring down the side of the mountain. It crashed onto and over the car, water gushing through the open windows, soaking us. Then it surged across the road, tore off a root marker, and churned down the asphalt surface for fifty feet before plunging over the side of the mountain to our left, sweeping along rocks and small trees in its path. We sat silently in the car, paralyzed by our narrow escape. Then, dazedly, almost like a film in slow motion, my parents began mopping up the water in the front seat. Suddenly, Dad's body slumped forward against the steering wheel. I could see a vein throbbing in his neck. In a panic, I clambered over Tim and opened the car door. I'll go for help, I said, catching Mother's distressed eyes. High school tennis had strengthened my legs. I ran back along the road we had traveled, avoiding the debris and the worst puddles. My eyes were searching the downhill side of the road, now to my right, for the building I thought I had glimpsed through the trees.